You've heard on WTMJ, we've been discussing the disgusting shooting that took place. Elsa's on the Park is reopened today after a shooting a couple of days ago. Mark Cass is the editor-in-chief of the Milwaukee Business Journal, and he's with us in the studio. Uh, Mark, so I visited you at your offices, which are right above the restaurant. You and I have eaten lunch in the restaurant several times. It's right across from Cathedral Square. Was this shocking for somebody who spends a lot of time down there? Shocking is a good word. I'd say anger right now is a really good word. Uh, it's just, I mean, it's just ridiculous. You think about what goes on there, you know, high-end restaurant, a lot of families in there all day long at night eating dinner, and something like this happens. And, you know, kind of what I've been saying all along is it's really unfair to Elsa's, because now there's going to be a lot of people who are afraid to go to Elsa's, yep. which is crazy. And there's also going to be a lot of people who live in Heartland, who live in Oconomowoc, and Brookfield, and say, I can't come downtown anymore. It's scary down there. I could get shot. And it's just not true. This was a random act. It was, I mean, it was a very, I mean, very awful act, obviously. But it's just something you just, I mean, it just makes you mad. Now, now, I mean, now again, I don't, I'm not happy when it happens anywhere in Milwaukee. No doubt. It's, I mean, it's awful if it happens anywhere. But when it happens right in the heart of the city, it has such a ripple effect on other things. I mean, now he's had to be closed for over a day. He's not even open yet. He's going to hopefully open later this afternoon. So he's lost 24 hours of business. Yeah. I mean, think of that. It's just, I mean... I mean, and they, damaged their reputation, and exactly. they did nothing wrong. They did nothing wrong. And the waiter who was there, kind of like you and I were talking, a waiter went to work that day. He got shot in the head. There's a lot of great momentum with you know corporate headquarters yeah, of right. major companies relocating to downtown. Mark, we've talked time and time again yep. about trying to retain local talent, yep. keep them here, grow with the city. And something like this does sort of stunt the momentum of that. It hurts that conversation. 100%. You know, we've had great success, with, 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 with obviously, with what's going on here, here at the Avenue, with, with obviously with Kohl's opening, with, you know, with all the employers are moving downtown. But yet the number one issue I, hear, I still hear from CEOs is crime. Has it gotten better? Somewhat. Yeah, there's, there's I mean, it really seems to be fewer car break-ins. But you have a shooting like this, and the shooting they had had a year ago down in the Third Ward on the carjacking. Remember that? Yep. That hurts our reputation, and it what it does is 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 an excuse not to come downtown. It's an excuse not to come spend money in the heart of the city. It's an excuse not to attend a Bucks game, not to attend the MSO, not to attend the rep, not to attend all the things we all like to do. And you know, I mean, I've said this a hundred times in the last twenty four hours. I live downtown. I work downtown. I walk downtown all the time. I actually rode over here, over here, not on the hop, John, but on a bike, and. Uh, <laughs> You know, I feel I feel safe all the time. I mean, I've never had an issue. Now, now, I mean, I mean, it can happen. Of course, it can happen anywhere. But I think the message that's been sent to the past twenty four hours, unfortunately, is 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 it, that it's that it's scary to come downtown. Mark Cass is the editor in chief of the Milwaukee Business Journal. I want to switch gears because you've written a very very interesting column. The headline is "Time to Redevelop Portion of American Family Field Parking Lots." Yep. This has been discussed in our community for a long time. I've been to Lambo with you, and that district up there yeah. is incredible. Deer well, the, District. Well, the district right down the street. Is incredible. Right. Think about that. And yep. they have nothing but parking lots surrounding yeah. American Family Field. Yeah. Is there any momentum? Is there any chance that this changes? I think the only chance is because the mayor has an he has some he has an opinion here. He has a power here. He has to he I mean he doesn't have to agree to this deal, but yet obviously all the legislators want him to agree to this deal. He has not up to this point. He wants this to occur. He wants to see something happen out there, whether it's hotel, whether it's retail, whether it's office, something so those lots are used. Now I'm not talking about all the lots. Clearly, I mean clearly you need you need you need you need the room there for for the parking and, and obviously for tailgating, but I don't think you need it all. And I think you can be creative out there. Look at what they've done at Lambeau. I think that's a great example with the hotel that's up there and the brewery and the football field. 
and the and the hill. And the thing I've noticed, John, and, and I'm sure you're old enough to remember this. You think about the arena downtown here. You think about kind of in the old days, from April through October, nothing happened in that area, kind of near the arena, right? Yep. Now I go down there on a Wednesday night in June, in July, in August. It's full down there. There's people eating at the restaurant. They're staying at the hotel. They're spending money in that area. And it's created other things. I think if this happened out at out here, you'd create other things. Yeah, one of the big differences, of course, mm-hmm. the Bucks own all that land, Correct. right? So the Brewers don't own the parking lots. How much of a complicating factor is that in the discussion? I think it could get worked out. I think the state. I mean, I, I mean, I think the Brewers would like to see. It. I'm sorry. I, I think this, that that this, that everyone around it would like to see something going on there. I think it would help with money. I mean, kind of the mayor's argument is that if you're going to ask me to kind of help with this project. You need to help us. You need to create more sales out there so, so that creates more revenue. You know, I think that has to be some sort of option because right now it's just a lot of concrete. And, and I understand it gets used. And, you know, I mean, I go back to the thing and actually wrote about the column. The mayor Norquist, you know, kind of what he said to me is that the brewers want to control this because it's money. If you control the lots, you get paid money. If you control the parking lots, I have nowhere else to eat. I have to eat in the stadium. I have to do all my retail shopping in the stadium. It, it, I mean, I mean, I get it, but yet I think it's time to share that. Yeah, I mean, the numbers are pretty simple, Mark. They right. get 12,000 12, parking spaces out there. Each right. game generates almost a quarter of a million dollars if the lot is full. That's $19 million over the course of a season. That's right. a lot of money. But isn't there a scenario where either you can build parking structures Correct. so you still have the spaces, yep. or you just structure the deal with those establishments around the Who are paying ballpark, rent now. Where they're paying rent, yes, and so exactly. the brewers get income that right, way. Right. I mean, to me, this seems like yeah. a no-brainer, but the brewers don't seem to have any interest no, in I mean, this. No, I mean, I mean, I think the brewers, I mean, I mean, from what they've said, from what, from what, from what they've said, is that it's important to have the parking. It's important to have the ability for fans to tailgate. I get that. I support that. I just think you have to look at other options nowadays. You have to be creative. One of the things you and I hear all the time is why should we support this deal? Why should we as a fan, why should we people that live in you know live in Heartland, who live in Brown Deer, kind of why should we support this? Well, I mean, maybe if it's helping earn more revenue for the city and for the county, I mean it's gonna help. I think I think it could help them get this approved. So now that the brewers are asking for money for improvements to the stadium, and right. it's going to happen in one oh, form yeah. or another. No doubt. Is now the time to have this discussion? I because think, now that yeah. the book's open. I think the mayor, is he's the key to this. Can he get this done? You know, And he has said he wants something to happen out there. And again, can he make this happen as part of saying, I'm not going to agree to this unless you do something out there. This, this is a key time in our key time in this whole process. I don't think we, I don't think he's, he's ever had this much kind of sway on it. This seems so complicated now, Mark, because now also today David Crawley, the county executive, is upset because the proposal for funding yep. the repairs would take away any representation on, on the, the district board, board yep. Yep. from the city of Milwaukee and the county of Milwaukee. And they're saying, look, you want us to put money in and now you want to take our seats away on the board. Right. This seems like kind of a big mess. It is. I think, it, it, as I've said all along, it's going to get it done, I think, sometime in October, early November, but it ain't going to look like this. I mean, there's going to be a lot of changes and stuff to be made. There's, there are still... A lot of negotiation has to happen. I've heard the regional thing still. Kind of, why only Milwaukee and Milwaukee County? Why not other counties? I don't. Think, I'm not sure how far that's going to go. Yeah. But but you but you hear that over and over again. So I think this thing is going to get changed. I think it's going to get done. I think it has to get done. But kind of what will it look like at the end of October? Bigger story: the Brewers clinching the division, that's or Damian awesome. Lillard being traded to the oh, Bucks. Oh man, Lillard! An incredible week, uh, Lillard. I got it. I mean, I I mean, I think that the Brewers, was not expected. I, I mean, I think great. the thing with the 
Brewers, you're right, but I kind of expect that to happen. Yeah. You had to be shocked at the little news, Greg. Oh, it was out of nowhere. It was I mean, out of nowhere. It, just, it, was, it, kind of, it, was, it was a day flipper is what but, I call it. <laughs> I mean, when's the last time I was trying to think back to the time when you could say at the beginning of the year that your team is the, is the odds-on favorite to win the championship? Yeah. The I mean, odds that's, on favorite. That's that's unheard of, and and kind of what will it mean all year for the team in terms of focus and money spent there? And see, I mean, they sold two hundred uh, of his jerseys overnight. Think about that. It's <laughs> amazing. The Bucks I mean, were about to become a pressure cooker yeah. with the Giannis decision looming, yep. and I think this reduces the amount of pressure. Well, I also think what happened was think about the Bucks were kind of becoming. I don't want to be. I don't want to say that we kind of got saying, yeah, you know, it's the Bucks. They're just going to be good, not great. But they kind of just switched the conversation, didn't they? And now you're like, holy cow! I mean, they could have a they could have an incredible year. Incredible. I think Giannis and Annie Lillard could bring in a lot of fans, could bring in a lot of attention, and could win a lot of games. Did you really ride a bike down here? I did. Was I it an e bike or a bubbler? No, it was an e bike. I was kind of was I was I was actually looking <laughs> yeah. for you, John. Out <laughs> I didn't there, I to work. I didn't want to come on now. It's all downhill <laughs> now. Now on the way home, it's all up. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> now you got to. I'm ride hoping home. Greg drives me home. That's you look like you're here. about to go hop on a boat right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, very relaxed. You, you, you do. You came up with the sunglasses. The sunglasses. On. You know, I'm here. I'm just want to know who that is next year, Greg. I haven't seen him like a month. Welcome back, John. I mean, is that the new intern here? I'm glad to be back. I'll tell you, it was a long trip. It's, were, it's good to be back. You hopefully had a great trip. I had, had a great, great trip. trip. It was good. Northern lights, beautiful mountain scenery. It was a good trip, but it's so good now to the be most back. important question I have, Greg, is who stayed at his house and who slept in his bed on the covers? <laughs> uh, so Layla is the answer. She did not I sleep see. in the bed, okay. and she also had to sign for a grand piano that was. Wait delivered. a second. Okay. And so you make people work like, when they stay <laughs> in your house. And she was nervous because a five thousand dollar delivery, and she signed for it. <laughs> And wow. then, but then something weird yeah. happened because she did not sleep in my room this time. Okay. But her toothbrush was in there. <laughs> yes, we never got to the bottom what of that. What goes on at your house when you're not there? That's a very good question. So the guy who steals things from the from the tree, yes. he was he came over for a party. Uh, maybe. Too. He and Layla were having drinks, and I, I, don't, I don't know <laughs> so, what happened. I, man, the things that uh, happen in the fall yeah, man. Yeah, you guys should live right. downtown. Yeah. Oh, it's man, much it's, calmer downtown. It's a scene out west, man. You'll, you'd love it. Mark Cass is the editor-in-chief of the Milwaukee Business Journal. Hey, Mark, thank you so much.